Are you ready for a break? Does a week-long retreat sound great? Well, friends, you're invited to a retreat. I have partnered with some amazing friends and we share our hearts at the Come Away, My Beloved Retreat. This is your invitation to overcome your obstacles and become the powerhouse that you are designed to be. You will not want to miss this and we are recording so you don't have to. Join us all from the comfort of your home on your time and download the videos to watch whenever you need encouragement. Go to mediaangels.com forward slash moms retreat for more information. That's mediaangels.com forward slash m-o-m-s-r-e-t-r-e-a-t. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Moms Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. And today I have a special guest for you who I can't wait to introduce. Um, I was involved with the Come Away My Beloved conference um, in the not-too-distant past, and um, I was just really uh, blessed to get to meet Kim Hewitt, um, who is my guest today, and um, and and she was one of the featured presenters during the conference. So, Kim, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm happy to have you here. And, and guys, you'll want to check out Kim's blog, and it's Kim Hewitt, and that's K-I-M-H-U-I-T-T dot com. And she has a wonderful website called Restful Life Homeschool. And that is actually the topic of today's podcast. So you can find the show notes today with links to Kim's social media as well as her website at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com, Restful Life Homeschool. Well, Kim, we are going to talk about how everything in your life, I am sure, is just perfect, right? Because <laughs> you have this oh. block. <laughs> That's right. That's why I'm here, to show you how to do it perfect. <laughs> no, not oh at my all. gosh. Right, right. So, you know, sometimes people will look at, like, from the window uh, looking in and think that, you know, just because um, you have this wonderful blog and even in talking to you before we went on air, I really do sense a peaceful spirit and someone who really loves the Lord and, um, you know, wants to be in tune to God's will. Uh, So you live in Alaska and you homeschool your three children. So share with us about your homeschool journey. Hmm. Well, when we first started homeschooling, Alan was five and um, he was actually severely speech delayed. And he was going to a uh, speech therapist, and she had recommended when it was time for him to go to school, maybe we would want to wait a year uh, to give him time uh, to mature and grow. Um, and I said, that, that would be fine. But then when I started seeing everybody 
uh, signing their five-year-olds up for kindergarten, I got nervous and thought, oh, no, what if he gets behind, which is kind of funny now when I think about it, (laughs) kindergarten being behind. Um, So then I looked around and saw that, well, we could experiment with homeschooling, and that just started the journey. Uh, We did take a two-year break. Uh, where they went to a uh, um, optional school, and that was great. But they both wanted, at that time, they were second grade and kindergarten. Uh, they wanted to come back home, and so we did it. And I realized, wow, we this homeschooling thing really does work. They're not really missing anything uh, by going, by not going to a school. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. we kept it's- at it, and it's morphed over the years. We were, I used to um, do more workbooks and, um, but as time has progressed, we, we just do a lot of good reading book lists and um, we just kind of take it a day at a time. And now my focus has turned much more from academics to, okay, God, <laughs> uh, we all need you here. And uh, sometimes mm-hmm. I just need to get out of the way uh, right. and, and just asking the Lord, what is it that he's asking each of us to do each day? Oh, I love that. And uh, I remember kids not doing what they were supposed to and everybody fighting. And I would just say, put away your books today because that's not the important mm-hmm. thing. We need to be able to communicate as a family. And, um, you know, I remember putting chairs where Um, my daughter and my son that were the ones fighting, I had them facing each other. And, you know, at first they're really mad. And I said, you know, I'm sitting there. So I'm like, you know, do not even think about touching the other person or hitting or any of that. (laughs) I said, because you're going to get in big trouble. So, so they're like, well, how long are you going to let, because I wouldn't say anything. And, you know, well, how long are you going to make us sit here? And I said, well, until you two can talk about what the issue is. And by the time they were done, it was like, well, he took my pencil and, you know, it was, so I said, so when you go before the Lord, um, is he going to say, you know, you really needed that pencil to do schoolwork or son, did you really have to have that pencil? You know, mm-hmm. so like I talked about it like that. And of course, by the end, they're all laughing and, you know, they said they're sorry. Or oh, that's so good that they're laughing. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they, they knew their mother was you know, more right. determined. Um, I remember when we when I'd say, okay, it's time to clean up. And the boys would start crying and my daughter wouldn't cry. And I'd say, Annie, why are you not crying? And she said, well, because you're going to make us do it anyway. So cut out the middle, man. Let's just do it and get done with it. And I always thought, yes, girls are more mature than yes. the boys are. She was beyond her years. Right. She was in, in between the two boys. And, uh, and so, you know, you kind of work with whatever tool set and toolkit you have as a parent. And I think one of the things that, that it sounds like to me, Kim, in hearing you share is that as you progressed in your homeschool, not only were you teaching them, but you also were learning yourself. And I think that is probably one of the ultimate goals that nobody even thinks about um, but mm. it's so true, mm-hmm. right? Because right. I, um, yeah, I'm looking at yes. right. Completely. Um, well, I could. My head is spinning in several directions because one thing uh, I say is there's nothing like marriage and children to chisel away at your character. 
another thing I like to say is that, um, oh, no, I just lost it. <laughs> just <a little laughs> well, that's a, yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, There's nothing like marriage and children. Right. Oh, that's what just, I was you know. going to say. Um, before I had children, I thought I was a really good person. Um, I was patient and kind and fun-loving. <laughs> and then I had my children. And about number two, there were times when I just saw a part of myself. I'm like, what is this? What is this anger? And then um, God just really... Uh, let me see my desperate need for him. Because if it weren't for that, I could have walked around very pious. Uh, same mm-hmm. in the realm of marriage. We had, you know, struggles like a lot of people do. Had it not been for that, I could have just walked around with my nose up in the air and thinking, what's your guys' problem? You should just be nice to each other. Um, mm-hmm. So now I have so much more compassion uh, because, you know, marriage is difficult and having children is difficult. And just my giving up my way and my selfishness uh, is, is huge. Having to put other people's needs uh, and concerns before my own. And this is an ongoing process. <laughs> I've not right. achieved it. And it, it is. It's a learning process. And, you know, um, I was sharing with you before we went on air that um, my husband and I have been asked to help with um, pre-marriage uh, mentorship that's being started at our church. And, um, you know, they hand me this manual and I look at the little book and it's like a really small little book with maybe 15 pages. And I said, oh, this is so great. So they condensed it. And, and she goes, no, that's for you. And this other book book is for you and then this is for them and there's like this big workbook thing and I'm thinking (laughs) so you're talking about people who are getting married who probably are working individual jobs who are planning a wedding and now they're going to work through this workbook that's been very successful apparently (laughs) and the people have started it so I kind of looked at it and what popped into my head um, was the fact that many times people will buy like their dream car, right? Like my dream car has always been a vehicle that will house all these kids, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. But like now I have a small SUV and I was really proud of the fact that only three people can fit in the back and two in the front, but you, you have to be small people. You know what I mean? You can't, um, because you're not going to be comfortable. And my kids are like, did you do Uh this on purpose? And I said, absolutely. Because everybody has a vehicle and everybody's an adult in the family and they're in college, the two youngest ones. But anyway, so, I mean, I've never, you know, quite had that dream vehicle, but I was thinking, you know, Mm -hmm. like you people work really hard and they want that you know, name brand car, but would you ever take that name brand car and not read the manual or not take it in when the red light's flashing? And I just got this whole analogy about Hmm. this very precious, expensive thing, this vehicle, and how people maintain their vehicles because it says to go take it in for a checkup. And and so I kind of shared with this lady who was, was talking to me about this program, and I said, what do you think about this? And you know, and it was really clarity because, of course, you're going to take care of your vehicle and you've got all this money in it. So you're not going to take the time to take care of a marriage that you're going to be putting you know, your life right. into the hands of another. 
And so I haven't read it yet, so I don't know, you know, um, very much about this program yet. But the point is that we take so much time in prep for so many things, you know, whether it's the actual wedding or the actual birthday parties we give our kids or whatever that is, you know, like I used to spend so much time on vacation Bible study or or school. I remember we had a retreat with the kids and I planned out that entire retreat the first year because they had never had it. And like we put all of this time and attention into these things and then, you know, we kind of wonder, well, gosh, you know, my life at home is falling apart. My house is a mess. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. we spent all this time. So I had to learn early on. Um, and when I say early on, like my kids were maybe, you know, eight, uh, 10 and 11, uh, the, the three younger ones. So I had five children. I have two older children and the three younger, same husband. Um, you know, and, and so I just actually wrote, um, my book that's called one more child and you can check that out. I believe you can even get it free on Kindle on Amazon. Um, but the, the point I'm making is that I had to realize that, um, I had to learn to say no. And I think that, you know, beforehand, um, sometimes you want to have all these people, Oh my gosh, you know, please, this is so great. You put this whole thing on. And it was just like, I didn't need that. I was doing it because it was a cause and a purpose and we needed to do it and somebody had to do it, but it was at the detriment of my children. So my question to you is, is like, how do you have balance? How do you, you know, put things in perspective and, you know, make those decisions um, to truly Mm -hmm. have a restful life homeschool, as Mm -hmm. your blog says. Mm -hmm. Wow. First, I will say prayer. Um, When I was younger, I remember people saying, you need to pray and read your Bible. Well, I didn't feel like praying and reading my Bible, but I think God invited me to ask him for that desire. God, I don't feel like praying or reading my Bible. Could you give me that desire? And he did. He really Mm -hmm. did. Um, And so as the years have progressed, and really I've grown with my children, even though I didn't have my first until I was 30, I'm still growing up with them. Uh, each day we'll start off reading the Bible together. Cause I just, if, if I have this limited amount of time with them, I really want to focus on what is important and what is important mm-hmm. is for them to understand who God is and who they are in light of him. Uh, so we'll read the Bible um, and we'll pray together at night. I'll pray with them. I pray blessing over them in the morning before school even starts. I'll pray again. There's certain prayers uh, out of scripture that I'll pray mm-hmm. over them and for our family, and for our the friends that we have, uh, because I truly, truly believe in the power of prayer. And, um, it's also important because I'm, I cannot be perfect. I, I am not, um, and it's probably good because I'm able to say to my kids, see, <laughs> you need something more than me. You need something more than yourself. And the answer is always Jesus. Uh, mm-hmm. So that helps with balance. Um, another thing that I'll think about is, especially since Alan, he's 16 now, 
and I think, oh, I have two more years. What what is important? So then I think, what what type of biographies, what type of inspirational things can uh, we read together that is going to make a, a possibly open up his heart more to hear the promptings of God. And certainly I'm not the Holy Spirit, but um, that's what I pray for. Pray that the Holy Spirit gets a hold of each of my children, filling me more, my husband. You know, we just celebrated my husband's um, birthday. And I just love that this wasn't even something that we talked about. Uh, but he said, I want to tell you guys two things I've learned. He just turned 49. He said, one is you need to be confident in who God made you. And just try and show up and do your very best. Second, he said, trust God. You just got to trust God. <laughs> and I just love that he shared that because that that is the whole thing of what we've been sharing with our kids. And we don't have like family devotion time um, or some other things that people could, you know, in their mind call idyllic, like a, mm-hmm. this beautiful way to homeschool. Um, each family just has to do what works for them. Uh, we're all unique and different families. Uh, and right. I've just taken that pressure off myself. <laughs> we don't have to look uh, like anything. I just know my heart is on fire and on, in, in a, on a mission to see uh, God just light up the hearts and minds of our kids because they live in this incredibly loud a world that seems to be putting aside his word and truth. And I, I just want them to want to talk with him, want uh, to read his word and fill themselves up with his truth um, because that's what's going to get them through. I love it. And, you know, I remember one time um, pulling the Bible out and being upset with my husband um, for not wanting to lead devotional time. Mm-hmm. and um, I pulled out the scriptures and showed him exactly, you know, what, what he should be doing, you know, kind of slamming yeah. the Bible on the counter. That worked, goes, didn't it? Like, yeah, right? He looked at me, and he goes, well, that was really godly. He just was oh, not yeah. going to be pressured right. into it, but he would no. sit there and let me lead it, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, still my adult kids text me mm-hmm. and will mm-hmm. say, Mom, can you pray? We're having, you know, where, um, you know, I've got a test or my son texted me yesterday and he goes, I think, I think our game's streaming on ESPN plus or whatever. And, uh, which we did watch. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, so, you know, they were playing a big school and, and he goes, you know, would you please pray? And, um, mm-hmm. so, you know, it just, it warms my heart that not that they can't pray too, they do, but that they, you know, these are the seeds we plant Kim. You know, I've been blessed to be able to see that fruit and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's still, it's still growing. It's they're, they're not, you know, they don't have their, um, I only have one child who's married with children. Um, but you know, they're still, um, growing and flourishing and following the Lord. And, you know, the saddest thing to me is, um, you know, like I, I'll hear people say, well, homeschool doesn't save you, but homeschool is mm-hmm. not, that's not its purpose. Mm-hmm. Its purpose mm-hmm. is to nurture and to plant and to 
let the Lord reap because I wanted to reap. I wanted to be the sower and the planter and I wanted that <laughs> harvest in those crops. And my right. husband who, you know, like the one I that doesn't want to lead, you know, our Bible studies or our, you know, mm-hmm. our devotions, he's the one who God gives such wisdom and he would say to me, yeah. that's not your job. Your job that's is right. not to harvest. Right. You know, where in scripture right. does that does it say that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, mm-hmm. um he he's like would like to read he reads the bible on his own and every morning and you know because i know because i pick up his bible and and that's the other thing i and i've learned um because i can you can get irritated at everything so like when i pick up his bible to put it away in the morning i'm like praise you jesus that my husband yeah um reads the bible <laughs> and when my grandkids are over and i step on a lego i'm still stepping on these stupid mm. things you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you, Jesus, that this, you know, I've got yeah. grandkids. And it's amazing because we can take that irritation and turn it around. Mm-hmm. And so I love oh, it. Right. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Quickly, Kim, um, we, um, you know, did that conference, the Come Away, My Beloved. It was a one-week live event that's still available on my website. So if you go to MediaAngels.com, uh, you can look for classes and conferences. Just click on that link, and it will be um, on that page. And um, I wanted to ask you to share a little bit about your presentation. I hope people will go and and um, you know get that set so they can download and listen to it. But um, I wanted you to share a little bit uh, to whet their appetite about what you talked about. Yes. Well, I'd love to. So. Um, As we've been talking, um, obviously, life presents challenges. Um, And I don't think any of us want to go through life worried and anxious and miserable, (laughs) especially if we're homeschooling. I mean, how sad is it for, um, you know, I don't want my kids to live with miserable, sad, martyr mom. (laughs) Uh, I want them to see the joy, the joy of the Lord. And um, so first thing is to go and talk about the power of prayer. Like Jesus, he, he specifically told us, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart. And you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to be to bear and the burden I give you is light. Um, how many of us really live like that? That our, we really feel like our burden is light. Um, and I think through the power of prayer and meeting with God, we just refresh each other. We, we can refresh our minds every day by sitting with him. And like um, in the book, Jeremiah, um, it says that we, well, first of all, it says, you're actually cursed if you put your trust in mere humans and rely on human strength. Mm. Um, but we're blessed when we trust in the Lord and we make the Lord our hope and confidence. Then we can be like trees planted alongside a riverbank. Um, so that's my desire for all of us women. If we could really live into that calling, we could, we could really change the world starting in our home. Um, mm. And then also wherever we minister, like I'll, once a week I go to a, 
uh, Community Pregnancy Center. And it is so sad to hear the stories of these young ladies who come in, and the big issue is they don't know who they are. They don't know who God is. They don't know who they were created to be. But we're here to spread the good news. Um, And then to get into the word, even Jesus, when he was tempted, right, he fought back with the word. He said, it is written. If Jesus goes back to the word and it was important to him and that's what he used to speak to the enemy, how much more do we need to be in the word and being armed with uh, the truth and being able to speak out what who God is, and again, who we are in him. And I believe everything that happens in our life, all the trials, all the difficulties, um, Paul says in Philippians uh, 1, verse 12, um, he says that everything that has happened has happened so that we can spread the good news. And the good news is that God loves us, and actually he likes us. And he calls us into relationship with him uh, through Jesus. Um, So that is pretty much my talk. And I give some suggestions on, you know, where could you go to, um, like, music list? We want to fill our hearts and minds with the truth. I have a Spotify uh, list of music. How about artwork? Does that speak to you? Does journaling speak to you? Um, Mm -hmm. Where can you go in scripture to just um, shore up your faith and your trust and your confidence in God? Uh, Because he is the vine and we are the branches and we are to abide in him. And when we do that, we bear good fruit. And that's my focus here at home is like, what's the fruit? If it's not good fruit, I'm obviously not tapping into the vine. I'm tapping into something else. (laughs) So... That, that is good. pretty much my conversation. That, that's wonderful. And so, guys, you can find that uh, at the Media Angels uh, website. I'll have links in the show notes. And so um, if you have enjoyed Kim and I have and getting to meet her, um, you can find out more information. Um, you can look for Kim Hewitt, and it's K-I-M-H-U-I-T-T dot com. And that will point you over to Restful Life Homeschool. And um, I love your subtitle here, The Art of Trusting in the Creator, Not the Curriculum, um, which Mm -hmm. is so, so perfect and so necessary. So connect with Kim on our website, and uh, we'll have those links in social media. And again, today's topic was Restful Life Homeschool. You can find the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, episode 397. Kim, it has been a blessing to have you on today's broadcast, and I just pray that uh, you continue on your journey of homeschooling and um, and that you are blessed abundantly um, through all the work that you are doing and sharing on your blog with other women. Thank you so much, and God bless you too and your work. I really appreciate it. I just listened to your last podcast about trusting God, and I just love that. It's such a good message. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you. You too. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. 
Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.